Hello. Hi. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Boo and a hiss at technology. Honestly, driving yeah. is crazy. <laughs> How's your Wednesday? Not Wednesday, Tuesday. Um, this could be better. I've always found the air when I work. Generally in life, Tuesdays tend to be my worst day in the week. I don't know why. Really? I thought you didn't like Wednesday. No, I don't mind Wednesdays, you know. Cause I, like, I actually like going into the office because I, like, I get to see my colleagues and get to talk and laugh and stuff. So I don't mind that. But yeah, I'm going in yeah. today because we have a, an event. But um, yeah, Tuesdays tend to be terrible days generally. How's your day going? Okay, I just went to the gym. Um, yeah. Back now and then got work at six. So mm. it's, good. it's okay. I've got time off on Thursday, so I'm looking forward to that. Be nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. Justin, we... Um, do we just get straight into it? No. Sorry, not my phone vibrating, Char. Oh, I didn't Let me it. move it. Let me move it. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. Let's get into it. So, I actually forgot the intro like you did last week. Yeah, I, 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 like the other day I was sitting in the bathroom and I was like, it's hi everybody, welcome to the Rating Podcast, podcast where we speak about all things music and popular culture. But I don't know, I forgot it for some reason and I felt like we did it for two years and I never forgot it was. And, and now you made me forget it. Yeah, and it's, like, it's contagious, clearly. Okay. Hello everyone, welcome to the Rated Podcast. This is the podcast where we speak about things music and all things popular culture. I'm Ollie Vade. And I'm Carl CNN. And today we are bringing you a review of Diddy's new uh, collaboration album called... What's it even called? Something the Love Album. The Love Album. <laughs> <laughs> off the Grid. Love off Album. The grid. Off the Grid. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's it. So, um, uh, so going into this album, I thought that it would be you know, really good, because I've been hearing things about it on social media, and people are praising it since the album of the year, and things like that, um, without ruining it too much, I've, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't the best album for me, in, if I'm completely honest, like, I'm not even excited to talk about it, because it was just dry. <laughs> Guys, it dragged on, oh my god. I, so, before you even get started, I just want to, make a petition or like someone make a petition or something where we just stop artists releasing um albums that are 20 plus songs because i just feel like i don't have the men- mental capacity to like listen to that many songs all in one go um and i just feel like songs that so you might listen to a song um an album that's like 20 songs and then you might like a couple songs but then those songs get lost and you can't remember what songs it is mm-hmm. because it just keeps going on and on and on and just like oh my god you just get lost and i got like not even halfway through and i was just like how's it still going and i looked at the checklist and i was still like how many songs left to go and i was like oh my god everything just started to blend into one so i was just like oh i think i'm just i don't know if it's just me but i think personally i don't like um long track lists if i'm honest yeah so. it's not just you honestly speaking like i've always had an issue with this i don't really care what artist it is as well i feel like an album doesn't need to be more than like 15 songs i think even 15 is a stretch i think 12 songs is perfect 11 is great 12 is perfect if one of those is um and then 13 is like nice bonus track 14 15 okay you've got like two bonus tracks depending on you know whatever that's fine but anything more than like 14 15 songs i'm just like sorry this is too much and I don't think it's a, you're able to like consist like to fully take in a body of work. 
if it's got so many songs on it. So I think like EPs are great, obviously, because they're short and sweet and you can remember like what tracks to what. Albums that are like, you know, 11 to 13 tracks are great because then it's like, again, like, you can remember which songs you like and what's memorable. I think the whole experience of like a 20 track album is actually depressing. It's like you're being forced to listen to this stuff. And I don't know if it affects your experience of the album in general, because maybe the song songs are like good. But if they were on a short project, you might be able to enjoy them a bit more. In opposed to, it feels like a chore, you having to listen to the whole project all the way through. So I don't know if that affects the listening experience or not. But to me, when I get towards the end of a long album, I lose like complete will to live and engage. So. Yeah, it's true. Because even with this album, so when it started, when it started to get towards the end, I mean, there might have been some good songs on there, but towards the end, like with the song with the songs of her and like um, even like the last high dollar sign song, it's just like I was at that point. I was just I was just over it, <laughs> so I didn't really like put my full energy into listening to the song. So it might have been a really really good song, but by that point, I was just like, okay, I'm ready for it to be over now. So <laughs> yeah, and my thing is as well, like I understand there's like an artist he worked with twice. I think it was Josie. Um, and I think he's worked with her before she writes for him. I think it's her anyway. I've seen them post her on like the blogs. And that's fine, collaborating with like, you know, an artist that's signed to a label multiple times. I think it was but, even three times. Yeah, like it's just it's a, it was a lot. Like and then even Tad Dodder you worked with him twice on how many songs. I'm just like, bro, pick one song and then you can get rid of the other one. Cause I'm sure you don't need two songs from one person for an album, especially on a long album too. It just kind of just Yeah. Yeah. And Tad Dodder um one thing about him is that he kind of gives the same flavor on like most songs. It's the same vibe because he's like, you know, the auto-tune-y kind of T-Pain kind of sound. So it kind of sounds the same no matter what song. If it's slow, it's fast. You get the same kind of like rhythm or melody from him. So it's just it's very samey, samey. What did, you, what did you like about the album though? I mean, I feel like we've been a bit negative about it, but honest, <laughs> dude, honest, honest opinions, honestly. So what did, what did you like or what songs did you like from the album, I would say, or and anything that stood out for you that you thought, oh, this is actually good, more of this. So, um, what I did like was the diversity of people that collaborated with yeah. him. Um, it was nice to hear like old school artists like Buster Rhymes and mm. um, Fabulous and Jacquees like come together and like because we haven't really heard much from them. I feel like Buster Rhymes is he's pretty much like a legend now, so he's not really like releasing his own music and stuff, but it's nice to hear him. Um, yeah, I like the I like who they he who ah, who he worked with, but like you said, I think he could have replaced like the song like with Josie. Maybe chose choose one and then choose one with Ty Dolla Sign, and then maybe could get someone else that's not yeah. on the album because mm-hmm. it'd be cool to like for him to collaborate with like I don't know like Janai Janai Aiko or something, or just give that spot to someone else maybe yeah. uh, rather than have two songs from the same artist. Um, but yeah, so there's some. I think the beginning of the album was actually pretty decent. Yeah, um, but then it started to get. It kind of lost me. Like after the Josie song, I think I'm not the hugest fan of Swaley, so I don't really like the Swaley song. Yeah. So after that, I was a bit like, mm, I'm not really interested anymore. And also the collaboration with um Summer Walker was very underwhelming. Yeah. Like, I was just like, oh, it just sounded so dry. Like normally I love Summer Walker's music and I love her voice, but she just sounded like she didn't want to really be on the song. <laughs> yeah, I got that impression as well. Like I think it was like when it first started, I was like, oh, this is alright, and then it kind of just didn't go anywhere. Yeah, and yeah, I kind of felt that's what a lot of the songs did. It kind of just didn't really go anywhere, which was the issue that I was having with most of the album. But um, yeah, I think what you said in terms of like, what you liked is kind of similar things I like. I like the the diversity of artists, um, and I think the quali- the quality of the album in terms of like the production. I think the production was quite crisp. I'll give him that. Um, and he's worked for a lot of people from like current people and like new people and like people from the past. 
um in pose in regards to like Mary J Blige anyway and um what do you call it like Buster and he um produced sorry he's a producer Stevie J who used to produce for Bad Boy back in the nineties and maybe two thousands um Jocelyn Jocelyn Hernandez his baby dad um produced on some of the songs as well so he's worked with like people from the past but obviously I kind of thought hmm like no Faith Evans you know interesting because obviously I feel like she was a big part of Bad Boy Little Kim as well. Like no little Kim, hmm. um, and who else? Like obviously, like groups like One Twelve, Short and Bad Boy, and Mace. Like, there's a lot of people that he's scorned in the past because of like label decisions and stuff. So, I believe they don't have the best relationships, like Danny Kane and stuff. So obviously, it would be nice to have heard from from some of the like other people we haven't really heard from in a little while. But um, I think he did kind of like tap into a good mixture of like R and B, hip hop um pop kind of artists um yeah and another highlight from me i would say was like i liked the fact that he works with um dirty money so like kalina and dawn yeah although not the whole of danny kane obviously but like obviously he's got a decent relationship with dawn and kalina at least so i thought that was cool but i kind of felt like it was like the song was a b-side to one of their their like last trains of paris album like one of the songs that they made back then and they didn't make the album because it just felt like it just didn't go anywhere. Like, I thought that the music they were making then was, like, they had banging beats and, like, was really high-strung and fun. Except for, obviously, Coming Home, which is a slow song and, you know, yeah. some other ones. But even those songs were, like, nice and they, they had, you know, big moments. So, I don't know. I just felt like it was lacking something. Like, there was a bit of sauce missing from the album. Yeah. I don't know if it's my tastes that have changed, but I don't know if this makes sense. But I just feel like... I do like R&B, but I feel like this album was a bit too R&B. Do you know what I mean? It was just, like... Mm. I feel like we needed some sort of switch up, um, like maybe like halfway through the album or something, mm-hmm. or like a couple. Like you said about the last change of Paris album, they had really hard hitting like songs on there as well, mm-hmm. in between like um, just normal casual R and B, which is fine. Yeah. But I just feel like they, there's no there's no one like standout song or one standout mm-hmm. like hit in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably the one that could do the most, like the the best, really, is the one of Justin Bieber. Yeah, I um, think that will be the like next. If that's gonna, if you're gonna be releasing more singles, that'll probably be the best song to kind of go with next, just because of Justin Bieber's like star power as a solo artist, anyway. Yeah, I think yeah. he sounded so good on the song to be as well. Like, his yeah. voice really suits RB. I said this before, but yeah, I think he, I know he got a lot of shtick for his last album being too RB or whatever, but I think it actually really suits him. I think people should give him a little break, like, if that's what he wants to do. And that's just let him do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, kind of gives me like Justin Timberlake vibes back in the days. Yeah, um, I got that too. To be honest, I think as you said, that was like a good. The song, funny, the song called "Moments." It was a um standout moment on the album. I think. I think the song is nice. The production is good, and his vocals were really good. I think, um, like you said, like that will probably be the song that will probably become. I've seen a lot of people posting that particular song as well, which kind of suggests to me that that. Everyone's kind of on the same wavelength in terms of what they think yeah. is the better song or standout song from the project. Um, what else did I like about the project? Um, yeah, I like the fact that he collaborated with like a lot of artists on multiple songs. So like, um, I think that was quite innovative in a sense that it wasn't just like one artist on one song. It was like you know a few on one song, which he's done before on his Press Play album, which I think was a really good collaborative album and project back in two thousand and six. So, yeah, anything else that you liked? Any other highlights on the project? I actually really liked the song What's Love with um, Nova Wave. Wave? Wave? Yeah, I don't even know that person, but yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know who they are, but I think the song, the song is actually nice. Like, it's one of my favourites of the album. Mm. Um, and do you know what song I really didn't like? I think it's because I just don't, I'm just like, 
you know Jacques Creese just I just feel like he oversings. Yeah. Um, and he just gives us too many riffs and runs like <laughs> like the whole time you just you just be giving us riff. <laughs> Literally. So like that song, I, I liked it at first, but then I was just like, he's just singing too much. Like mm-hmm. just calm down a little bit. Um but maybe it's because I'm just not really a fan of Jacques Creese's singing. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, the song was nice and yeah, I think you're right, like in terms of what you said, because I think a lot of people have the same kind of judgment in terms of like his song and they think that he does a bit too much. I thought the song was nice initially as well, like you said. And then I feel like we got to a point where it just got a bit whiny. Yeah, it was too like, much. It, it was, was a bit, way yeah, too much. It was a bit much. And I was just like, mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. So yeah. Um my other highlight was is actually Mind Your Business with Kalani and Ty Dolla Sign. Allegedly um, Kalani. Huh? Allegedly Kalani. I don't even know who. No, you know what? Yeah, so it said featuring Kalani, yeah, and then the uh, the beginning, someone was singing. I was like, wait a minute. I, I actually like double take. I was like, this is not Kalani. That wasn't Kalani. She came in after Pat Bolasander, didn't she? I yeah, think. she came at yeah. the end, like she, the bridge bit, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the first bit, I was like, wait a minute. So, and I was trying to think. I was trying to look at. It, I was like, is there someone else featured? Because that is yeah. not Kalani's voice. That wasn't. Um, and then you said it sounded like Mooney Long, and I was like, and I looked, listened to it again. I was like, actually, it does sound like Mooney Long. So yeah. if that's the case, that's a bit rude. Like, why did you not feature? <laughs> yeah, I don't really get that because obviously, like, she's not getting any credit for that particular collaboration. Collaboration, if that, um, if it was her anyway. So I think let me just check the credits quickly and see um, if it was if she was on it because I was yeah. thinking I don't know who that is. Well, I don't know if you got like a hold on. It says it's a nice song though. Yeah, it says performed by Diddy Kelani and Ty Dolla Sign, written by Diddy Division Jerome Monroe. Kaylani Paris, Rook, Rook, Bailey. Nah, it doesn't say anything about. But that's definitely not um, yeah. Kaylani. That's it not wasn't in the beginning. Yeah, I'm not sure who that was. Maybe there's one of their artists on the label that they just kind of got to do a demo and they just left it on or something. They just left it on, yeah. Yeah, because they do that a lot. But yeah. Um, and then for me, I think like other um standouts were. Mm, I liked the song. Funny enough, like, the weekend can be a bit whiny as well. So he's got the song "Another One of Me" with the weekend, French Montana, and Twenty One Savage. And I thought it was one of the best songs in terms of like I feel like it actually went somewhere. Like it actually seemed like it had a sort of story in opposed to the other songs were just kind of floaty R and B going nowhere. Um and then what else did I like? I liked the song with Mary J. Blige. I thought that was actually a um a decent song. Yeah, that was decent, yeah. Uh, she sounds different now though. Like, yeah, I was like, that, is that really Mary? <laughs> like, yeah. That sounds a bit different. And maybe her voice has like changed over the over the time. Because you know, like artists or women's voices change a lot. Yeah, um, they they do get either deeper or they just change as you said. Yeah. They don't, maybe not aren't able to sing or hit certain notes as they yeah. used to be younger. So yeah, she's been in the music game for thirty years now. So I guess yeah. Probably... Funny enough, like I know, I know you mentioned that we didn't think that there should be multiple songs by the same artist, but I actually liked the title assigned with Coco Jones. Mm, that um, one's nice. Yeah, it's actually a really nice song, and I'm actually really liking Coco Jones a lot more now. I think I, I really do like her voice. Yeah. Um, and I think so. Going back to the other Ty Dolla Sign song, I think him and Kalani actually work well together because they got a few songs together now. Yeah, I think they work well together. But he worked well with Coco Jones as well. But I get what you mean about him just sounding the same. Because um, in that song and then the other song, he sounds the same. But I think what brings it up is Coco Jones bit, and I like the. I think that one. What I like about it is because it's simple. It's just them two, rather yeah. than just like. I know you said you liked that there was multiple artists and songs, but sometimes I feel like it's a bit too much. Yeah. Um, like arrangement wise so I like it when there's just one or two artists on there because then you can it's kind of like a better flow and a better like construction of the song mm. so I think yeah I get what you mean I feel like maybe sometimes it can work sometimes it can be a bit messy I thought in terms of like the um the song French Montana 
Um, and who the who else was on it? I can't remember. French Montana, Twenty One Savage, and The Weeknd. I feel like it was a bit progressive in a different sense. So I feel like The Weeknd singing, then you got French rapping, then and you kind of move yeah. to Twenty One. So I thought that was all right as a concept. But yeah, not every single song have three plus people on it because then it starts getting a bit. Yeah, it's too much. It's techie, much. yeah, like you said. Um, um, I, I, I kind of like, I did actually like the song with Tiana Taylor, but again, it didn't really go anywhere. Um, yeah, I just, towards so, the end of the album, I was just like, yeah, I can't do this. Yeah, it just got, like, especially the song of Jeremiah. It's one of the yeah. worst songs. I actually don't like Jeremiah. Um, And also, it just kind of just cemented the fact that I don't, I don't really like her's music anymore. It's just a bit dreary and dry. Mm. Um. And in the song with Babyface and John Legend, it was just like, it was a bit pointless. See, songs, songs like that could have just been left off. Literally, I got it because obviously, like, Kim Porter was his baby mother and he wanted to do a sort of tribute to her. But I feel like that could have been done in a sort of interlude kind of way. Yeah. If anything, because he's got, like, how many interludes? Well, he had, is it like two, there's like two interludes on this project, I think. It's two. He yeah. actually demoted Burner Boy to an interlude. I thought that was so rude. Yeah, that's like a missed opportunity as well, I feel like, because I feel like Burner Boy is very um, innovative. And I think that would have been a highlight song if they had actually done something more than a um than a interlude. So yeah, I feel like yeah. underused, underutilized Burner Boy, which was an L for him. I think so because obviously Burner Boy is so huge right now as well. So that yeah. would be such a good like thing to do. And and I think this kind of just confirms for me that I'm just not the biggest fan of an interlude. I just don't really get them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just think they just sometimes. What I hate is when not on this album, but on some albums when there's an interlude and then like the interlude sounds so good but then it's just so short so what's the point like, I just yeah. don't get the point it's like, true oh you know what interlude was good I liked the interlude with um, Jazzy the nasty one that was actually I liked that, yeah, that was I, all right, yeah. I felt like that could have been like a full song I thought like that was another wasted opportunity but then again like he's already worked with her on one of the on some of the other songs so it's just like mm, yeah so that would be know. the third time so there was two there's two songs of Jazzy and then an interlude like that's too yeah. much <laughs> Come on, Jazzy man. sorry Jazzy Jazzy right. yeah <laughs> Not Jazzy. Who knows Jazzy? Trying to think of what else. I think Jasmine Sullivan, Sullivan sounded good, but I didn't really like this song. Yeah. Um, again, I feel like you know what's so crazy. Like I feel like I keep comparing it to Press, Press Play because I feel like that was a, such a good example. Like you know that that album and Tim, uh, Timberland Shock Value does it for Friday too with yeah. like the collaborations. I feel like those were good examples of when the producers or rappers like collaborate with other artists and they don't overshadow the projects completely it's like a good mix of them and the artists and it goes somewhere so i feel like press play was good he had like what he had tell me with christina aguilera it was like a good back and forth you've got good vocals you had last night with keisha cole you've got the vocals there you've got everything going you've got um nicole scherzinger's come to me with diddy like it's like a good mix like they're memorable songs that go to places i don't know what happened this time around because i know that he's worked with the same producers since that time but something just hasn't stuck. Like he went in a different direction in terms of like, I don't know. It was just as you said, it was dreary R and B that was just not. Yeah. On like I don't know. See that's why. I, so I like R and B, but I like it when there's a bit of like oomph to it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like yeah, like I said earlier, it just gives me like Sunday morning cleaning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You just put songs in the background. You're not really like listening to them per se, yeah. but they just it's that that kind of vibe um and that's what i think made it dreary is because most of the songs kind of just had that same vibe so mm. once you get to like song number 10 or whatever you're just like is it still going to keep going yeah <laughs> like this exactly. so mm-hmm. yeah i think this is an example of i don't know maybe artists should take note and just not I, just, I don't think i don't know if it's just us but maybe it's not i don't think the market kind of 
I think the market's calling for shorter albums, I think, now. Yeah, I think so too. It's funny because, like, everyone's attention spans is definitely shorter. You know how we consume music? Like, we consume media content on TikTok and stuff, like, very quickly. Like, it's seconds and it's reels are, like, only a minute long. Yeah. And other things. Like, we take things in very quickly. So it's kind of weird to me that artists will be putting, like, hundreds of, well, hundreds, but 20 songs on the album. These times, if your song is more than, like, three minutes, it's like you lot can't handle songs more than three minutes. So it's weird. Like, their songs are, songs are shorter. So the songs are usually, like, two minutes, maybe three, two minutes and a bit, three max a lot of the time I'm finding. But then now it's like you're adding loads of these short songs to an album to make it long. Although this album wasn't particularly short in terms of the song length, so I think the songs are quite long Yeah, in terms of length. But, yeah, most albums like tend to have, like, Two minute, three minute songs tops, but yeah, I agree. What's with weird? You. What's weird is if, is if you look back at like and like the early noughties, late noughties, mm. it was so it was just normal to have like a ten song album with like two songs deluxe or whatever, um, like maybe maximum like thirteen, fourteen songs. So I don't really mm. know when the shift happened where we just thought. But artists thought they could just be shoving like twenty songs on an album. Like I don't know, don't get where that came from, and obviously. Some artists are more like, well, I guess it, I think it's like such a normal thing now, but I think we should go back to the old, the old way and just have 10 songs 10 or 12 songs or whatever. I agree. Um, yeah. I just think you could love an artist. And like I said, Rihanna could drop an album tomorrow and it'll be like 22 songs. And I'll be like, really? Are you serious? Like, I, and I, and Rihanna is my favorite artist, but I feel like I'll get bored as well. So mm-hmm. it's not just because it's, um, it's not because it's not my favorite artist that I'm saying yeah. this. It's because I just feel like me sitting down to listen to like a twenty plus song album. It's just my attention span is just not built for that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I agree hundred percent. I feel like um, we could, I always use Beyonce as an example. Um, I think Renaissance was sixteen songs, which is, which is like, fine. Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. I still think we could have lost a couple songs, like in my head, that like, we could have got rid of like some Renaissance, pull up in your mind. Yeah, maybe like, I mean, I don't really like Plastic Oz ever, but it's got a good vocal performance, so fine. But yeah, you could have lost at these two songs, so fourteen, cool. Anyway, no, no more than fifteen, sixteen, and then Lemonade was thirteen songs, which I think is like the perfect amount of, um, literally the perfect album track list to me. Twelve songs and then one bonus track. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Because then it, for me, it seems like more of a project, and it seems like seems like you put more time and effort and thought into it, and there's more mm-hmm. of like a story rather than yeah. when you have like an album that's twenty plus songs. It just feels it just feels like you couldn't really choose what songs you wanted, so you just put mm-hmm. all of them on there. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I guess in this case, it's kind of different because I guess it was kind of meant to be like a collaboration album, so maybe he wanted yeah. to, to show off like everyone he collaborated with. Mm. Um, so like I guess it kind of has to be long, but then, like you said, with artists like Ty Dolla Sign and Josie or whatever, you could have just chose one of those songs, and then the album would have been way shorter. So yeah, exactly. It doesn't make it. Doesn't, it doesn't, I don't get why he like favored other people like um, for other people. Like so, why did he give Ty Dolla Sign two songs? Yeah. Um, and then why did he give? Well, I mean, Josie might have made sense, but then he gave her like three. So it's like, why did you prioritize some people when you didn't even have people like Faith Evans on there or? Mm-hmm other people that we probably would have wanted to hear from more yeah. so than like Ty Dolla Sign or whatever so it would have been such a good throwback like imagine a song with like Faith Evans and like Danny T. Kane and like, I think that would have just been like a moment yeah so, I think so but obviously he hasn't really made amends with the group unfortunately so or right done right by them so recently in the news and podcast I saw a clip on Twitter Aubrey from Danny T. Kane was talking about how Diddy's um, he's given back the publishing to his artists, but it comes with a price. So basically, you've got to sign an NDA 
and you've also got to sign away your rights to speaking about to speak about bad boy or anyone like associated with bad boy negatively so it means that if you do sign off your rights you don't get the publishing from back in the day as well the money that you made from that 2006 like you don't get that you just get obviously the streams from now and obviously like you have to be streamed like a million times to even get like a hundred or a thousand dollars so like i don't know unless that's not really a good deal, yeah, not really not a good good deal, deal. is it no, no. not it doesn't work out. So Aubrey was like, she's not signed um, away her rights. And I think one other group member hasn't, but I think the other three might have. And they might get like, I don't know, a couple hundred dollars a month, but I don't think it's really that great of a deal. Unless like, you know what I mean? If they were going to backdate the payment, then okay. Like then, I mean, I'm all for getting your money, but 900 pounds a month, $800, sorry, or however much it might be, depending on how much your songs are streamed. And plus it has to be split between, you and said artist as well it's just the other group members it's just it doesn't seem like yeah a good idea so I'm yeah gonna, i'm not gonna lie i do like i love diddy but i just feel like he's not the best label head or yeah kind of gives me like kanye vibes and they don't really it seems like they don't really care about their artists yeah um, it's like i don't know if it's like a complex obviously because it's like do you want to be the artist or do you want to be the label head i think especially with kanye maybe diddy not so much but at the same time he has had several solo artist moments yeah so i don't know if a solo artist we discussed this before is the best to be a label head because when it comes down to it they're going to be the number one priority in terms yeah. of money push promotion etc actually since so, it's diddy's album we didn't really speak about how diddy sounded did you what did you think of his do i ever remember him on the songs <laughs> like I think... I think most of the time he was just like talking yeah he was like yeah <laughs> what are we telling them <laughs> bad boy <laughs> <laughs> honestly i think God, it's, that, true. Um, it's true this is the thing as well like this is what I, I meant as well like in terms of like collaboration albums it's good when you don't get overshadowed by the artist but i think this time round, like if you think about timberland's um shock value think about apologize although one republic sang the whole song you just remember timberland saying eh, eh. Yeah it's, memorable, yeah. yeah, it's memorable. Or like with um him and Kerry Hilson and Nicole Scherzinger, I remember like his verse and the songs. And obviously him and um Carry Out with Justin Timberlake, um the song with Kerry Hilson, the other one, um what's it called? The, the way I are. Yeah, the way I are. Like yeah. you remember like the back and forth. Like so like those are memorable. Even Diddy again with last night, he's singing the chorus with Tell Me, Come to Me, um, Through the Pain She Told Me with Marijuana. It's like so you remember certain things. So, um, yeah, I just don't know, like, I think he got lost in the source, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I I agree. It's not the best album I've heard from Diddy. But now that we've, sorry, now that we've been talking about it, I really want to go listen to uh, Press Play again. Yeah, sound, I don't feel like, we should do that, actually. We should listen to it and then review it. Um, I think so, too, yeah. Because I haven't heard it, like, in, the, in its entirety for a long time, so it'll yeah. be, like, new to me. Um. I just remember the Christina Aguilera song. I used to love that song. Yeah, I liked, I listened to a couple of songs that were deep cut because I know he works with Sierra. So I, I remember I listened to, it's got a song there called um, Wanna Move, which I liked. I, I have a fond memory of like when we went to France in year eight and for some reason, Come To Me was like, I think it was around, out around this time. So like around literally this time, September, October, 2006, I remember like we were on a coach and I was listening to it on my MP3 player. Out of throwback. <laughs> yeah, so I just like, had that memory. That was like when I was 12. So that was literally like 17 years ago, which is crazy. It was like, crazy. That that trip to France is like, it's, it was just so memorable. I don't know why. Like sometimes yeah. I get flashbacks of it as well. I'm just like, wow. I don't even remember like what we did per se, like activity wise. But I just either. remember like just being there. Like, I don't know. It just, uh, it was a really good trip. 
Yeah. I didn't know how long we were there for, but it seemed like a, a long time. It felt like ages, didn't it? I yeah. It was that long. But it was nice, yeah. And I remember, like, we were playing our Nintendo DSs, and there were some, like, kids in, like, in another room. I remember we were speaking to on the um, chat function. And I remember I threw up. Like <laughs> running eggs, you spat on the outside of the boat and then hit Joseph in his face. Screw <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's actually funny. It was a fun um, That's me- memories. We, have, we were so young. Oh my we God. were so young, literal babies. Yeah. <sighs> Good times, got a bit sidetracked. But yes, guys, so um, yeah, that's all I have to really say to you. And in terms of rating the album, um, like final thoughts for me, I would just say that I think that like he got a bit overshadowed on the project. I don't really remember any of his verses or raps. Um, or parts in the song um so i think it was a lot yeah and the album i would give like a four out of ten it's not really that memorable the justin bieber song is probably going to be the standout of the whole project and yeah it, it wasn't necessary to have 23 songs and that's that yeah so i think i'll give it a four out of ten as well just wasn't yeah it's not memorable and um, if i'm completely honest i don't think i'd ever go back to it ever ever like never um but i would say one of my, my favorite songs are probably what's love with nova wave wave or have you said the name um then the two dad ty dollar sign songs one of coco jones and one of kalani and then i liked the justin bieber song yeah. and then i think that's a pretty much it for my favorites yeah. so yeah. um yeah i like the justin bieber song i liked Stay a while with Niger. Um, but that was a cute song, actually. Yeah, yeah it samples this whatever song seven hundred two Stilo samples. I don't know what song the original is, but yeah. Um, what else did I like? And I liked I like with Mary J Blige, and that's it, really. Yeah. The way we sound so unenthusiastic. <laughs> yeah, because like I thought it was gonna be a good project. I was really excited because I was like, oh, he's working with Dirty Money again. Like, oh, he's working with all these artists. I was just like, right, this is crazy. It's gonna be a good project. And it kind of just feels like I've been like set up to be disappointed yeah um, and the thing is i think i'm more disappointed is because i've heard all the discourse about it like on social media and stuff yeah I was like, um, so i was literally looking forward to it and then when i was listening to it like in the gym earlier i was like do i even want to speak about this album? <laughs> yeah literally so. it's so disappointing but yeah maybe yeah it just wasn't just maybe it's just not for us yeah i'm um, fine with that yeah yeah i'm fine with it. yeah i'm just yeah i'm not gonna listen to it again but <laughs> yeah so I don't really know if we should add songs from it or should we just add our own song? I mean, I'm happy um, adding our own songs, to be honest. But, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, because I don't, I don't really particularly love a song that much to, like, add it on there. Yeah. Oops, not yet playing. Well, I, um, didn't, I didn't hear anything, don't worry. <laughs> Are we adding, um, I'm adding the new song now, I believe. Yes. Yeah. And you're going to add the old song. Yeah. Okay, guys, so yeah, before we even get there, um, we have a playlist on Spotify called The Rated Playlist. And as you know, we add a song every week, a new school and old school song. And like Carl said, I think he's adding a new one and I'm adding an old one. But I even need to find the old one because now I'm on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst we're doing that, I will add the new one. Oh, God, why does this always happen? See, that's what I'm happened to me. I just like... Oh, yeah. Well, um, my new song, not Dalia, um, will be... Victoria Monet's On My Mama. Um, it's grown on me so much, I think, since I've seen the video and I've heard it. I listened to her project, Jaguar 2. Um, maybe we can talk about it one day. I think mm-hmm. it would be good to kind of do a deep dive. I listened to the whole thing just to get like a, um, like a, I guess, a feel of her as a person because I haven't listened to any of her projects in totality before. 
So yeah, but on my mum is a good song. It's very vibesy, very mellow, very chilled. And dancing is good. I don't think it shows off much like vocal ability, but I don't think every single song, single song needs to do that. So yes, yeah. She, honestly, uh, Victoria Monet is so underrated. I think she needs to be bigger than she is. And this on my mama song is going like viral everywhere. Yeah. So. Um, she needs to be on an award show soon, definitely. definitely, definitely. They, she said that she wasn't allowed on, not allowed, but they didn't let her perform on the VMAs because they told her that it's too early in her career. And the internet has been an uproar since then because they've been seeing, like, posting clips of her performing at her concert, which is sold out everywhere. And just, like, her stage presence, presence her stage presence and her ability to kind of, like, perform has obviously shown that she's very, very talented and a good performer. And singer whatever entertainer overall so i think people feel that she was slighted by not getting her letting her have a slot at the vmas um, yeah she definitely and yeah. also just to put in there like her credentials she's been writing for Ariana grande for years so yeah exactly. like it's her time to shine man um exactly. also someone didn't really long perform at some award shows i don't remember seeing that one no. Anywhere. Where did she perform? Okay, anyway, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I was going to compare and be like, oh, how did she get a spot? And she didn't, but yeah, that's fine. Um, anyway, back to my song. I'm going to add, since we're talking about press play, I'm going to add the Christina Aguilera song, Tell Me, Tell me. Um, from press play. Because, yeah, that's actually brings back so much memories. I can't wait to listen to that album again. Now. Um, actually, we should do that soon. Make it tight, tight well. this episode, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway guys, thank you very much for listening. Even though we slated the album, make sure you can listen to it. <laughs> Dragged it. But you might like it, you never know. People's tastes are different. So um, yeah. it seems like people do like it. So maybe it's just not our taste. But yeah, go and yeah. give it a listen and then let us know your thoughts. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, make sure to give us an email, theratedpodcast1 at gmail.com. Um, keep rating and liking. We appreciate your support. Um, you can find me at Olivade. And I'm at CNN. And yeah, we will speak at you next week. Thank you, guys. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Bye.